tell you where we're up to. Yud Zayin Amadalov. Try and finish the parry tonight. Yud Zayin Amadalov. Six lines from where it gets wide down the bottom. Can you see after the after Vafilu Nochri Bishuk, Margula Bapuma, yeah. The, the line starts with Zakai. Yeah. Yeah. With the dosses, Margula Bapuma Derova, yeah. Okay. That's, that's where we got up to. Okay? Magla Bapume de Rova. Rova used to say, Tachlis Chokma, the purpose of acquiring Chokma, wisdom, Tyra, is Chuva Masim Tavim, is in order to spur you on to do Chuva, repentance, and Masim Tavim in good deeds. Why? Actually, Adam Kaya it's no use for a person to um, learn Torah Torah, read it and learn it and at the same time he kicks it means he rebels against his father his mother teacher or anyone who's greater than him either in wisdom or in years in other words there's no point in learning just becoming a receptacle of knowledge if it's not if you're not, if you're not also at the same time going to use it in order to do good deeds, tshuva, masu, tayvim. Shenem, as it says, Reishis Chochma, Yerush Hashem, Seichol Tav, Lechol Hoseim. Reishis Chochma, the beginning of Chochma, is Yerush Hashem, is the fear of Hashem. Seichol Tav, a good understanding, Lechol Hoseim, for all those people who do it. So in other words, as opposed to where you've got sort of um, ordinary, not, not um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just general knowledge you're talking about not, nothing to do with the Torah you've got, you've got general knowledge it's just in order to get the knowledge there's no sort of Musa element to it no, nothing to do with how you behave you've got the knowledge, you've got the knowledge here, to learn Torah without, without it improving you that's no good at, at all so Gemara says it doesn't say it doesn't say it says, I say hem. I say means to those people who do it. So, which people are we talking about? We're talking about a certain specified people. Those who learn Torah and Shemot. Not ones who do it, they've got ulterior motives, they don't do it for Torah's sake. And anyone who learns Shalal Shemot, is better that he would not have been created. Now, immediately, Russian Tysus asks Akasha, what do you mean? We say, the person doesn't learn Lishmar, it doesn't matter, he still gets a scar because he's going to come to Lishmar. Here it seems to say, it's been better that he hadn't been born, a much a very strong lot. So both Russian Tysus answer the same. In fact, I don't know exactly what, normally, Tysus adds something on to what Rashi says. Here they both say exactly the same. But here we talk in the case here where the Gemara says somebody who learns Shalali Shema, Nebra, would be better for him not to have been created. We're talking about where he wants to use it as a weapon. In other words, he just wants to get the knowledge, not because he's interested really in learning at all, but he wants to use it as a weapon to start saying to show, showing the showing up the Chachomim, they don't know what they're talking about, I know better, it says this, it says that. He's using it as a weapon to attack. Then it's not Shalal Nibra. Whereas in the other one we say, if you learn Shalal Shema, 
So, for example, you learn it in order because you want to have get covered. You want people to be mechabed you to, to respect you. That shalalim shema is is not a bad shalalim shema because we tell shalalim shema, bolish shema, they will come to the shema. Margarita the pumei de rab. The following was said by rab. Loyb ka alamazer alamabol. Alamazer is not like alamabol. Right? Why? In the world to come, you'll be upset to hear there will be no eating and drinking. Nor will there be having, having children, not business. There'll be no jealousy, no hatred, no rivalry between people. Rather, the, the tzaddik will be sitting with the crowns on their heads. They will delight in the radiance of the shechina. It says, now it says, after Har Sinai, it says, they, they looked at Hashem, and they ate and they drank. So in other words, what we're saying is, the, 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 in Mishbosim it says, that Kalal Yisrael, after uh, uh, after Hasinai, they were in a, in, in, in a state similar to that of what people are going to be in Eilamabol. And therefore the same war that it said they wore crowns on their heads, and last week said in Mishpotim, we had that they wore crowns on their heads, etc. They were removed from worldly pleasures. But so similarly, when it comes to Eilamabol, it will be sort of a world which is full of Rochlias. So, oh, 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 very good steer he says, by they will either eat and drink. Right? So how can we say we just said Very good kasha. So the answer is, and before she explain, and Rashi says, what it means is that they were so satisfied from the Shina, right, as if they had te- as if they'd eaten food and drink. Not that they really had food and drink. This is if they had food and drink. In other words, the shechina was something so important to them that they didn't have a need. It, it's as if it fed them and drank them without them having to eat and drink. That's what that's what Rashi says here. Now we've got another teaching, also issued by Ravas, etc. And he says as follows: That greater is the promise that was given to the women than to the men. Shanema, it says, Noshim, women. Shananas are at ease. Koimna, and they should rise up. Shemama Koli, they should listen to my voice. Bonus, Baitchos, you confident daughters, you got Bitochon. Hazunem Rossi, listen to my speech. So So they explain, Rashi says, Rashi says, that Gedolav Tocho, Rashi Sharikaran Shananus Ubatuchas. In other words, you've got a double lotion. Shananus Ubatuchas means Shananus means they'll be at ease. Ubatuchas they will have Bitochon. So since a double lotion was used, it's even greater than the men. The Ion Yaakov actually says it goes back to what we just said about Olabazer and Olamabon. This is why we bring both Mamorim from Rav. That's a double lotion to tell us that the women have both Olamazer and Olamabon. So the question is, <coughs> what special merit that the women got to deserve this? And it's a very famous Gemara. Through what deeds do the women 
deserve deserve this reward. But they bring their children to shul to learn. Rush explains already. Beirabona means a base of medrash to shum shani mishnah gemara because that's where their schools used to be in the shuls. And through sending their husbands to the base of medrash to learn. But naturally, Gavran often bear a bonon, and they wait for the husbands till they come home from the base of Medrash. Now, Rashi says something very interesting here. If you look about sort of six, seven lines from the bottom, but not from the Gavran, says Rashi, Mamtinus Labale, and they wait for their husbands, and they give them permission, to go in another town. So, in other words, we're not saying that they just wait at home till they come home in the evening. They wait for them till they, 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 they let them go to another town. It says in, in Pekeov, it says, have a golem lemokam tyro. You should go into Golos to learn. So they, 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 they realize that by sending their husbands away to another yeshiva, first of all, they've got, presumably they've got preferred rather, and second of all, they won't be burdened with any of the, uh, things that they would be if they were closer to home. Children, you know, she would phone up on the mobile and say, look, you know, the children are creating, come home, etc., etc. You're away, that's it, you can't get hold of him at all. So this is the reward that they get for letting their husbands go, therefore they're and going to another town, and, and basically they've got to look after the household matters and the children, etc., etc., on their own. That is, they get the reward for Alamazel on Mapo. What? Well, I suppose they were coilal people. They got a stipend. They got, they got a, you like the coilal people that get something. So, yeah, you're right. No, it's a shtick Gornish. Right. Um, okay. Now, we're saying like this. So, so, you know what? I'm going, this is, I'll I'll put it, you know what? Yeah. Put this up and I'll put it on here. Yes. I don't know why, because Friday night I was but it was fine. Is that the reason? You think because it goes down? I don't know if you didn't, you know. I, I... Right. Okay, now, when, so what happens is we said that these Rabbonim, they went and learned in other Yeshivas. But then I suppose when it came to Yontuf, they used to come home. So when they departed from each other, when they left the yeshiva to go home, they gave brachas to each other. So now the Gemara is going to say what they said. When the rabbis would, t- would take leave of each other from the base of Medjish of Rabbami, and some say it was from Rabbi Hanina, they would say the following to each other. You shall see your world in your life. That means, Rashi explains, that all your needs will be fulfilled. And your end shall be the world to come. Your hope should be for many generations. The Masha explains, we're talking here about Mashiach and Tchir and so on. May your heart achieve understanding of your learning. May your mouth speak Chochmas wisdom. May your tongue bring forth song. May your eyelids look straight before you. And Rashi says that means you should have a straightforward, a clear understanding of your Torah learning. 
Uponecho Yasiru Kazara Kia may your face shine like the brightness of the sky. Sisosecho Yabiudas may your lips out of knowledge. Ubachilyosecho Talaza may shorim. And your kidneys should rejoice in righteousness. Uponecho Yerusalushma Divri Atik Yomin. Your feet should run to hear the words Atik Yomin. So he explains Atik Yomin is that's a reference in Donil's a reference to Hashem. Now, it's interesting, first of all, where do the kidneys come into it? We, we find across Shas that the kidneys are mayayas, they give us advice. What, what exactly that means, I don't know. It gives advice to the heart, and it gives advice to the brain, it always says the kidneys. The Mashal says that the, the, they made mention, the Chachon made mention of every part of the body in learning Torah. It says the heart and the kidneys, that's the thinking process, as we said. I think there's a Gemara later on in Brochus, Daf Samach or somewhere there, which talks about the kidneys. And then it's the eyes to see the Tyra. The mouth, the tongue and the lips is for talking. And the ears are for hearing Tyra from somebody else. And the feet to carry to your place of Tyra. Then they mention every part of the body in Israel. This was a Benaz Manim. Brocha from one to the other. This is how you should conduct yourself till I see you back here next month. I suppose. When the Chachomim would take leave from the um, from the best manager of Chisra, some say it's from Shmuel Banachmeni. They would say as follows: he, he is reported to have said, I can sing Ladovid Borok as well as any Yekka. Because, <laughs> you know, he comes from a sort of Iberlandish stock. He comes, you know, sort of half Yekish stock. He's first generation of Hasidish. Huh? Yeah. Alright. I know, I, I had uh, a, a, a cousin, a far, um, an uncle of mine, who once went to Dav Mariv and Motsa Shabbos in Petach Tikva. Over the road from him was a Hasidish Shtibel. All of a sudden, they start, Lodovin, Borah, He says, how do you know this? So he says, from my other uncle, who was a real yak, he taught them it. And they, they liked the tune, so they sang it. Anyway, Musabolim means our leaders are laden. We'll see in a minute what that means. Our leaders, our leaders, some people who lead us. Musubolim means are laden. So when you lay something on somebody, you rest it on them. That's what, that's what the translation means. But the Gemara will explain what this, what it refers to. So, Alephonim was the Bolim, Rav Shmuel. Rav and Shmuel argue, but Omrila, other says, Rabbi Yotan and Rabbi Loza. Chadomar, one says, Alephonu, Batira. Our leaders should be our leaders in Tyra, Musabolim, Bimitzvahs. So, in other words, they're saying to each other, carry on learning Tyra and carry on doing mitzvahs. And in fact, I mean, the point is like this. What they're saying is, in, although they were so involved in Torah study, they'd gone to these other yeshivas to learn outside of the town, nevertheless they should do mitzvahs as well. The Chadoman, another one says, Alufenu b'Torah over mitzvahs. Alufenu refers to both Torah and mitzvahs. Umusubolim, musubolim means be yisurim. Talking about people having yisurim, like we heard, you know, we learned in the first period, Sadik Varala, etc. And I was, when I was learning this, I, I had a question. I mean, these are brochas that one rob, one rob is giving to another. Well, he's not going to give him a brocha that he should have yisurim, that he should have suffering. Well, what does it mean? So perhaps, perhaps what it means 
is that one is saying to the other, in case you do have Yusurim, HaGashbaruch should give you the Koyach to be able to bear it and withstand it. Perhaps that's what it means. It's a bit unclear. Alright, so it carries on. Al-Adobibar carries on. Ain't Peretz. There's no breach, no hole. What does that mean? It means, Shalai Sahesi Yoseinu a breach means where something has gone wrong. You say, oh, you've got a wall which has been breached, you've got a solid firm wall, and then somebody makes a hole in it, he breaches it. So this is aim parrots, there's no breach. We're talking about the, a brocha from one rock to another, aim parrots, there should be no breach. What does that mean? We pray that our company is not like the company of David. Because out of David, came Achitophel, who rebelled against him. And similarly, for Ein Yotzes, Ein Peretz, it says, for Ein Yotzes, and there's no going out. Our company should not like be the company of Shol. Why? Because who went out to do bad things, also came from him. Avshalom. You're right. You're right. But Achitophel, I think, was even worse because he was, originally, he was an advisor to David HaMelech and then only afterwards he rebelled against him. So that's not worse because he pretended to be his friend and afterwards he went out. But you're right, could have, could have mentioned Avshalom as well. The Ainyaitzus, and there's no going out. Oh, we said, There's no outcry, no shouting. Our company should not be like the company of Elisha. Because Gehazi came from, from, from him. And the, the, the um, Tysus mentions Gehazi had Saras. Okay? And when somebody's got to be Saras, he's got to cry out the word Tome Tome. Because it's Tome Tome Yikra. In other words, that people should keep away. And this fits in with the word Savochon, which means shouting. Shouting out. So this fits in with Elisha who had to shout out because he was a Messiah. in our streets, we should not have a son or student, which literally translates means who burns his dish in public. That's why our streets is public. It's, it's, it's another lotion of saying who does a virus. So what we're saying, all these things mean we should have a company which even though they, they were these Sadiqim, but they, 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 the Sadiqim also had children who came from them who were not good. So we're saying, let our, let us have, um, we shouldn't have such children. And the next generation should carry on like the previous generation. Now, we have got another, um, another posuk. This is a posuk in Yeshaya, and the reason why this is brought is, is because just now we had Alephenim with Subolim, there's a machloket between Rav and Shmuel, and others say it's a machloket between Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Loza. And now we've got another Mama Chazal where we've got the same Rav and Shmuel, and some say Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Loza. That's why we bring it. It's got nothing to do with the previous, what we just said. Shimuelai, listen to me, Abire Leif, it fierce-hearted ones means strong-headed, strong-headed, or a chaykemis soccer who are far away from soccer from righteousness. What does it? What does this mean? 
Rav Shmuel, Rav Shmuel, Argiv, Omer Rav Yechem Rebbe Lozen, Sanzid Yechem Rebbe Lozen, Chadoma. One of them said the Pesach means Kol Olam Kolonizani Mitzdoka. Everyone is sustained, sustained through the stock of Hashem. In other words, really, we don't deserve it, but Hashem gives it to us. However, these Abirei Leiv, we're talking about their Sadikim, the Hemnizanim Bizraya, these are sustained with their own Zechusim. In other words, they've got Zechusim, and with normal people, Hashem has got to sort of give it to us without us deserving it. But here, these Abirei Leiv, they've done so many mitzvahs, and they're such good people, that they deserve the... Um, being looked after directly from Hashem. In other words, they are so shimer elai abire leiv stoker. They're far away from needing the stock of Hashem because they get the reward in their own right for their own schusim. That's what. That's the first shot. Vachadoma and the other one said it means that everyone is sustained in their merit. In other words, because of these abire leiv, these tzaddikim, they keep the whole door alive. But they are not sustained even in their own merit. Right? In other words, Rashi says, they don't have what they need. They've got difficulty in earning a living, even though everybody else is sustained because of them, but they themselves could Rabbi Huda Marav, and we have the name Rabbi Huda Marav, Dom Rabbi Huda Marav, every day, a voice comes from Shemayim, and... Uh, it comes from Achorev by Meres and it says famous Gemara the entire world is looked after for the sake of Hanina Bani because Hanina was a big tzaddik however the Hanina Bani and he only had a Kav even though the whole world was sustained because of him but he himself only had a, a sort of very, very little, just a cover of carob said from one Friday to the next. So, according to this, according to this, what, what are we saying? We're saying that, that also, that they were, so both these pshotim are agreeing, Abire Leiv are Sadiqim. Or Poligri Rabbi Huda, but Rabbi Huda disagrees. And he says, no, Abire Leiv are not Sadiqim. So, Om Rabbi Huda, man Abire Leiv, who are these Abire Leiv? Goive Tipshoi, the foolish Goivoi. Now, these were the, the descendants of the Givanim. The Givanim, to remind you, were, we had this in the first period, the Givanim, they were part of the nations who lived in Canaan, they were supposed to be killed, and they pretended to Yeshua that they come from far away, so, and, so Yeshua, after they realized, at, at, at the time, Yeshua didn't really realize, so they accepted them, and after they realized that, they made them draws, they didn't kill them, but they made them draws of water, and Shavei Mayim and what else? And wood, wood, yeah, uh, wood choppers, etc. Um, and then a, f- a few centuries later, David Amelech realized how cruel they were and said they can't marry into Kladisrad at all. So these Abire Leiv were the descendants of these Givanim. Am Rav Yosef said, Rav Yosef, Teda, I'll bring you a proof that these Abire Leiv are not as we first said that they were Sadiqim, but they were wicked people. Not one of them ever truly converted. In other words, even though they mixed with Kali Shroyal, and you would have thought they would have had some... Um, what's, the, what's the English word I'm looking for? would have had some influence on them. Nevertheless, it didn't. 
So in other words, so they hold like this, Shumala Buralev, Harachaikim Mitzlocha, they're very far away from being Tzadikim. They're not good people. Omra Vashi, Zerah Vashi, B'nei Mosa Mechasya Buralev Nenu, the Gentile residents of Mosa Mechasya, the Goyim, the Goyim, the Goyim who lived in the town of Mechasya, Mosa Mechasya, they are called Abirelev, they are bad people, Roshoyim. Why? They saw the beauty of the Torah twice a year. What did they see? They saw in the month of Adar, everyone used to come and hear of Ashi speak about the dinim of Pesach, and in Elul to come and hear about the dinim of Sukkot. And this was a massive throng who came there. It was really something very, very special. And yet, it didn't sort of affect them one bit. They were so cold-hearted that not one of them, as a result of it, became a gear. So they're referred to also as Abir Elayf. Right. Now, what we said before was, we, we said the Mishnah said, Chosin Rosalikras Kriyashima. We said, Chosin is possible in Kriyashima on the night of his wedding. Because he's Torud, he's thinking about the, the Dambasulim, and he's thinking it's the first time, etc., etc., so he can't concentrate on Shema. The Apostle from Kriya Shema. But then we add on, the Mishnah said, the, the, the Rabbonim said, if he wants to, he can. Whereas Rabbi Shim ben Gamliel, like color writes a little as a shame you talk. He says, no, you cannot, not everybody can, it's Mechsa Kiyuaro, which means it's considered arrogant, if you, th- if, if by, by the Chosen saying Krishna on the night of his wedding, it's as if he's saying, I am so holy that I can put aside my worry about the marriage matters and I can concentrate, I can be a Machavan on Krishna. So Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, a Chosen should not say Krishna on the night of his wedding. Whereas the Rabbonne say you can. Answer Gamora question. The Memra to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Chayishli Yura. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel is, consen- con- is concerned about Yura. Yura means to show off. Right? In other words, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, a Chosun should not say Krishna on the night of his wedding because it's showing off, as if to say, I am able to put aside everything and concentrate on Shema. The Rabbonah Lechashli Yura. And the Rabbonah who say that if a Chosun wants to, he can say Krishna, they're not worried that that will be considered Arrogant. But we heard that they've said exactly the opposite in another Mishnah. Because we learned in a Mishnah, which is a Mishnah in Psochim, which is as follows. See, there's a discussion whether one is allowed to work on Tishabav. So it depends on what the Minigamokam is. If the Mokam Shenogolasmalochabatishabav, if there's a it's a place where the Minig is to work on Tishabav, then I said we should work. Mokam Shinogashalasas in a place where the Minig is not to work on Tishabav, and I said you shouldn't. Right? So you do whatever the Minigamokam, when in Rome do as Rome does. If they work, you work. If they don't work, you don't work. But he adds on even if it is a custom to work on Tisha B'Av but a Tamad Chochem should not work and the Meiri explains because a Tamad Chochem should feel the loss of the base of Midrash more than, more than anybody else so they shouldn't work in other words even if the custom is to work they shouldn't work 
And what does Rabbi Shimon Gamliel say? Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, a person can always make, even a person, an ordinary person who's not a Tamil Chokhom, should make himself like a Tamil Chokhom, and not work even in a place where the Minika Mokom and Tisha B'Av is to work, he doesn't have to work. So you've got Kashid Rabbonon Ad Rabbonon, and Kashid Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Ad Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. What's the Kashas? Okay. When it comes to the Chosom, what does Rabbonon, what does Rabbonon say? That he is allowed to say Krishma on the night of his wedding. In other words, they're not Mechzakayura, they're not concerned that this is considered showing off. Yet, when it comes to Mokham Shinogulasas Malach on Tishabav, in a town where the Minigis do work on Tishabav, what do they say? You must work. You must work. Why? Because if you don't work, it's Mechzakayura. You're showing off. I'm so holy, I can't work today, I've got to concentrate on the Chorban. So it seems to be in our Mishnah, they're worried. Right? Or they're not worried. In our Mishnah here, in Brochus, they're not worried and say, you can say Krishna. When it comes to Tishabav, they are worried, the Ravonans are worried that in a place where people do work, they say you should do work as well. That's a Kasha Ravonan under Ravonan. And then we've got a Kasha Rabbi Gamaliel against Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel. What does Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel say? He says, you can't say Shema, unless you're a Tamil Chochem, you cannot say Shema on your wedding night, because otherwise it's Mechzakira, it looks like you're showing off. Whereas here, we say in a Mokum Shinogulasas Malochad, a place where, where people work, you don't need to work. Even if you're a layman, you don't need to work. And therefore he's not worried that it might be considered showing off. So we have a stira in the Mishnah from here and in the Mishnah in Psochim as with the Mechzakayura Rabbonon against Rabbonon and Rab Shimon ben Gabriel against Rab Shimon Gamliel. So Om Rabbi Yochanan says Rabbi Yochanan Mechalefus HaShita. <laughs> very easy. Turn it round. If you turn it round then it all works very nicely. The Rabbonon of here will be like Rabbonon and Psochim and Rab Shimon Gamliel here will also be like lovely. It's never quite so simple, is it? Rav Shisha Bereder of Idioma, Rav Shisha Bereder of Idi says, Lo'olam lo No, you cannot change it round. Ah, oh, that's a, that, yeah. There's a whole argument about when you say, Mechlefas HaShita, does it mean here, does it mean there, etc., etc. Et yeah, that, that has a whole discussion point about it. But basically, you change it in such a way that Rab Shimon Gamliel of here is consistent with Rab Shimon Gamliel there, and Rabbonon of here are consistent with Rabbonon there. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so, um, so Rab Shisha Bred Ravidi Omala Olam Nois Tachlif. No, we've still got the question. So, how do we answer it? So, we'll answer like this. Rabbonon and Rabbonon like Kasha. Just once more, very quickly, what was the Kasha of Rabbonon against Rabbonon? Here, the Rabbonans say, a Chosen can, can say Kriya They're not worried about showing off. Yet, when it came to Morgan, in a place where people do work, in a place where people do work, you must do work as well. In other words, there, they are worried about showing off. So he says like this. Now, they're different, they're not on all, these two cases are not on all fours. They're not the same. And we'll see why. So he says like this. Kriya Shema came in the Kula Alma Kokoro as regards the Chosen when he says Shema everybody else is saying Shema as well 
they've got a normal chiyuv of Kriya Shema. The Iwanamika Kori, he's also saying it. So, therefore, it's not considered arrogant. Why? Because he doesn't stand out. Everybody else is davening, and you're joining in, even though you would have a reason not to join in, but you don't stick out. You can only stick out, you can only be mechzakayura, you can only be considered arrogant if you go, if you are different, or you're doing something different to what everybody else does. Since everybody reads Krishna on that night, therefore by you reading Krishna, you're not going to stick out, and it's not going to be showing off. Awesome. But as with regards to working on Tisha B'Av, him the Kula Alma of the Malachos, since everyone is doing work, the Ovid, and he is not doing work, Mechzakiura. There he's going to stick out. Everybody is leaving shul early, running to go on the underground, etc., etc., and you're just standing there, and I'm not working today. So he will stick out, so therefore you can't do it. So it's not a theory. It depends what the reason of the Mechzakiura is. And similarly, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, like Kasha. Again, what was the, what was the Kasha? Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, you can't say Shema on, on, on your wedding night. Right? Because it's arrogant. It's showing off. But he doesn't seem to be arrogant, it doesn't seem to worry about arrogance when it comes to Tishabab, even in a place where you do work. He says, you don't need to do work. He doesn't worry there about arrogance. So he says, no. Hocha, in our case of Achosun, Bekavon Atalimilsa. The reason why you do, why the Chosun does or doesn't say Krishna on the night of his Chasna is because he cannot possibly, he's so concerned and so worried and preoccupied with the mitzvah that he's got to do, he hasn't, he, he was not be able to have enough Kavona to say Krishna. So Hocha Bekavon Atalimilsa. It's dependent on whether you've got kavana concentration. And we know, we all know, it's obvious that a chosun on the night of his wedding, he can't concentrate on the meaning of Krishna. And that is why Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says he can't say it. But there in the case of Tisha B'Av, what, we, what we're talking about, everybody is going to work, and he's not going to work. Somebody who sees it, Right? He sees another person not working while everybody else is working. He won't say it's anything to do with Tishabav. He will say, Malachu Dainlai, he hasn't got work. He's out of a job. Go and see how many lazy people there are on the marketplace on a normal working day. So it all depends whether he sticks out or not. He's not going to, they say he's not going to stick out just because everybody is working. If he's not working, there's lots of people not working because they haven't got work. So therefore, that's the reason. So therefore, according to that, that's why Rabbi Shimon uh, uh, allows even an ordinary person who is not a time of to remain idle. He doesn't have to work on Tisha B'Av. So that answers the steerer between Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel from our Mishnah to the Mishnah in Psochem. Alright, I'll stop here. Good. Okay. <laughs> Sim will be at the end. Some of others. Good, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. PG ne- ne- next week, I think we should go over the. Are we, are we ahead? Are we ahead?